Crystal Deal With It focuses on bridging the gap between where you're at now and where you'd like to be. We'll explore wisdom and techniques from a wide variety of domains and industries and apply them to your unique challenges. I love developing frameworks, processes, and storytelling metaphors that enable personal and business growth. Through actionable next steps, we'll build momentum and confidence. My goal is to help you clear roadblocks, do more with what you have, and realize the potential of yourself and your team. So throw your challenges my way and Chris will deal with it. First, an AI statement that all elements of this episode are products of the author, Chris Kreuter, and made without the use of any AI tools. Welcome to part six of our summer principles series. This episode can be listened to by itself, but for greater context, refer back to the intro episode number 32. Note that the principles in this series are what work for me. They allow me to thrive and live my values as best as I can. I'm not advocating the adoption of my specific set of principles. Rather, I'm attempting to showcase the power of principles by providing more context on how they can be defined, codified, and embedded into the thoughts and actions of our lives. Let's dig into principle number six. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Where does this principle come from? It's a persistent reminder that none of us get through life alone. We all need help and support to accomplish anything, whether directly or indirectly. Our very survival depends on a deep, interconnected web of current and historical relationships, efforts, accomplishments, sacrifices, and our visions for the future. That help we need at any given moment will vary greatly in terms of scale and form. And even as you validate the need for help with something, the act of asking for it brings its own fear. So this principle is worded as a reminder to push back against that fear. So why is this principle important? Help is a tool. It's critical for human connection and the development of our civilizations. It allows us to share resources, knowledge, and perspectives. It helps us build things bigger than any one of us can build alone. Admitting you need help means you're recognizing a cost that's going to need to be paid. This cost can come in a large variety of forms. Time, putting in the effort needed to ask for and receive the help that's needed. Social equity. Asking for help or favors comes with this social cost. One shouldn't take and take and take without building some equity by giving where and how they can. There's potentially a financial cost, hiring experts, paying for education or equipment to facilitate receiving the help. An important side note here regarding money, money in its essence is really just an abstraction for time. It's an imperfect construct for comparing the value of our efforts. The last cost that might be paid here is pride. The admission of needing help could be of a failure to accomplish what you said or desired to do. It might be a roadblock that could damage one's pride to admit that they weren't up to a task. Asking for help is important because the world is a dangerous place. Traps exist in many forms and in many places. Financial, legal, bureaucracy, social, physical, predatory scams, and also within ourselves. The inside of one's head can be the worst trap of all. It is the ultimate echo chamber. It's fueled by our thoughts, our bodies, and environment. The pace of modern life makes it easier to fall into the traps of poor decisions or habitual patterns, even when we think we're being clever to avoid these traps. So find trustworthy people who can help keep you mindful of your patterns and blind spots and hopefully able to help rescue you when you fall in. So how does living this principle impact myself and others? I said this a couple times in the podcast, but I truly believe that everyone is the hero of their own story. And few people are going to be as invested in your plot as you might think. The involvement of others in that plot of your life story may be requested or unsolicited. Both have value, although the latter may not always be welcomed. 
or correct. Most people are content with the brief roles they play in other stories, and they're not likely going to be aware when their role is poignant in your story. Yet any interaction, or story beat to use a writing term, is shared by all involved. The lenses through which that story beat is told will be different. This awareness of the power of intersecting plots can help you be more aware of the potential impact of the help you give and more thankful for the help you receive. It's nice to help other people when it's requested. Aside from immediate acute need, crashing someone else's party is rarely welcomed. Each of us has enough of our own tasks in life. There's no reason to work those that belong to others. To do so threatens to remove their authorship, their sovereignty. So it can also be a trick we play on ourselves to avoid the introspection and work on our personal tasks that scare us. So when you ask for help, do so with honest intention. Asking for the sake of asking can be seen as virtue signaling. Not all advice will be worth following, but to not give that advice fair scrutiny and evaluation cheats ourselves and those who are providing the help. We shouldn't fear receiving help even when it isn't explicitly requested. Something as small and innocent as a side comment challenging an action or a kind word in passing can help us if we're open to it. Yet whenever possible, you should use discernment with any unsolicited help. Again, what is their intention? How well do they understand you and or your situation? Does their help move you closer or further from your objectives? So let's talk about what living this principle looks like in action. Recognize the help isn't always acute. Often we're being helped without ever realizing it. For example, multiple technicians and officers work through the night rebuilding a traffic light after an accident, creating smoother and safer conditions for our morning commute. By recognizing this reality, it gives you a mindset to consider how things we take for granted come to happen in the first place, and that mentality helps us be more generally appreciative of people. Parenting brings our awareness of help into crystal clear focus. For the first time, it's possible for us to recognize how much our parents sacrificed to bring us into this world. You better appreciate the fragile nature of our very existence. Without help and community, there's no way we would survive as a species. And you understand innately that the job of helping your children will never end. I will close this episode with six tips for asking for help. One, be clear on what you need help with. Two, review all of your options. Which will be the most useful? Which are the most realistic? Three, respect the probability you'll succeed with the options chosen. Four, tailor the request to whom you're asking. Ensure that you understand the commitment you're asking them to bear and any compensation required. Five, set realistic expectations for what being successfully helped looks and feels like. And lastly, number six, recognize that the help delivered is unlikely to fully reach your expectations or vision. It may look drastically different than expected, for better or for worse. I'm going to end this episode with a quote that I absolutely love, which is spoken by a fictional character named Alabaster in Gabriel Zevin's incredible novel, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. And what is love in the end, except the desire to put evolutionary competitiveness aside in order to ease somebody else's journey through life? And with that, have a great day. If you feel that Chris dealt with it, I'd appreciate your support of the show by sharing it with someone who might benefit. Ratings on your favorite podcast player are also helpful in growing the audience. Visit chriscroyder.com for free downloadable PDFs with notes and resources from today's episode, sign up for the CDWI mailing list, or to send in your problems or requests for future shows. That's C-H-R-I-S-K-R-E-U-T-E-R.com, or use the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Chris Will Deal With It.